Day 39 Follow Me Then Jesus told his disciples, If any man would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Matthew chapter 16, verses 24 and 25. The old saying bears repeating, God's grace is free, but it costs us everything. Many of us seem to want just enough grace to get by, not enough to make us uncomfortable, not enough to ruin our plans or make us change our ways, just enough to get by day to day without major crises or scandalous sins. Yet we must consider the extravagant price Jesus paid to make God's grace available to us. He did not suffer unspeakable torments so that we could be comfortably selfish. He did not die a horrible death so that we could live a life wasted in petty pursuits. He did not vanquish the devil in cosmic combat so that we could be free to do whatever we please. No, Jesus, the pioneer of our salvation, as the book of Hebrews calls him, suffered all this so he could bring us into the eternal glory of God the Father as true sons and daughters. As John writes, the destiny he intends for us is nothing less than to be like him when at last we see him as he is. And everyone who thus hopes in him purifies himself as he is pure. Grace costs us everything, but in the end it makes us whole. In this light, Maria's vision warns us against notions of cheap grace and calls us to embrace the cross. And so we pray, Lord, teach us to take up our cross daily and to follow you wherever you lead us. Many want to follow Christ, but only a few are prepared to imitate him. No sooner do they feel the sufferings of the cross than they throw it aside. In this way, many who are mortal, forgetting eternal truths, continually want to indulge the flesh and its pleasures. They fervently run after a great reputation and flee from insults. They wear themselves out for wealth and despise poverty. They pine for pleasure and fear discipline. All these are enemies of the cross of Christ. In addition, Many who neither endure adversity nor exert themselves to be holy nevertheless imagine that they are following Christ, their master. They content themselves simply with avoiding the most brazen sins, and they consider themselves perfect if they attain a measure of prudence and an empty self-love. This attitude keeps them from denying themselves or from exercising any virtues that their flesh would find costly. They would easily avoid such self-deceit if they would only keep in mind that Jesus was not only their Redeemer, He was their Teacher as well. He left to us in this world the riches of His redemption, not only to save us from everlasting destruction in the next life, but also as a necessary remedy for the sickness of sin that afflicts human nature in this life.
No one was more capable than our Lord of fulfilling his every desire if he had chosen to do so. Even so, though he could well have chosen to live a soft life, an easy life that made few demands of the flesh, he chose instead a life full of toils and pains. He considered that his instructions to us would be incomplete and insufficient to redeem us if he failed to teach us how to conquer the devil, the flesh, and our own selfishness. He wanted to instill in us the truth that such a glorious triumph is gained by the cross, by labors, by doing penance, by crucifying the flesh, and by accepting the scorn of men. All these are the signs and evidences of genuine love. The Mystical City of God This has been an episode of Lent, 40 Reflections and Mystical Revelations on the Passion, a podcast brought to you by TAN. For new episode notifications and to support this show and more great free content from TAN, visit LentPodcast.com to subscribe and use coupon code PASSION25 to get 25% off your next order including The Passion, Reflections on the Suffering and Death of Jesus Christ by Paul Thigpen, and countless more spiritual works to strengthen your faith and interior life. Thanks for listening.